Hello, Gemini friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Gemini January 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Gemini is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Gemini that you're watching for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And also, if you are a very late degree friend, so birthday June 15th through the rest of the sign, or around 23 degree Gemini placement through the rest of the sign, I suggest you listen to this report for Gemini and additionally the Cancer report since you late degree friends have a more complex read and you'll hit more of your picture by watching both reports. The theme of this month for you is the news you have been waiting for and we'll drill down into the many reasons why I think that's true. Okay, so to best understand this month, and its place in the scheme of the next few months, I've made you a little diagram here with this crescendo of this opening up energies. From September until of 2022 until January, we've had really a retrograde flow. Mars went um, into its pre-shadow period of retrograde in September, retrograde in October. Then we had another Mercury retrograde here that we are um, still coming out of. And so everything was kind of going inward and backward. We had a lack of clarity, lack of ambition. Things were slowing down. There were obstacles. And certain things were lighting up like crazy. But many things really just kind of went to sleep, you know, and a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of indecision for everybody, but especially Geminis, because Gemini energy, you know, you see all sides to things. You can go back and forth on stuff. And with Mars going through your sign, there's just been a lot of confusion of which decision to make. And usually it's vacillating between two options, but there could be more. Just a lot of uncertainty where to put your Mars, your power, your energy in your life. So that clarity, now that we're moving direct, can start coming in as to where you're going to put your power behind. Or what are you going to put your power behind? And other people's input and their energy and resources that they may have been withholding or sort of fizzled out, all of those things are going to start to regain momentum. And so January 12th is a big cog in the wheel of the forward movement. January 18th, Mercury also goes direct. February 7th, the Mercury post-shadow transit period clears. So Mercury is all good and rowdy. And it takes a little longer for Mars to get completely back in shape. March 16th is when Mars is completely direct from its post-transit shadow period. But you're not going to need to wait until March for things to start really get, getting going. And this will very much feel like a new year. So happy new year. Might take a little bit of the month to progress to start feeling that the most strongly. But because we had these eclipses that were really rocking Gemini's in a difficult angle, September, October, November, even into December, a lot of heavy energy, karma clearing. Once that energy really started to shift towards the end of um, November, you might have really started feeling like a lot of burdens, karmic burdens were lifted. And that sad energy that, you know, got strong in December, you might have started feeling like things were going your way and speaking your language again. And you might have started feeling some energy of a new year, even in December. But now we're adding to that with these planets moving direct. When things start moving forward, they feel really new. And it opens us up not into not only into a period of free from freedom from personal planet retrogrades and their shadow periods, but also all the planets in the zodiac, all the outer planets are going to be going direct. And it's very unusual to have a period of time when all, you know, 
Saturn, Jupiter, even Chiron. So pretty much all of the main ones that we look at, which are not necessarily all the star goddess energies, but the traditional ones we look at, Neptune, you know, Pluto, Uranus, as of around January 22nd, all of those planets are going to be going direct as well, giving this really big feeling of a clean slate, new, fresh energy. And you see, I have this moving in this direction because it's like a crescendo. So as the month of January progresses, we're getting clear of the, you know, that confusion and the, the uncertainty of the retrogrades. And then February, we're more clear. And then March, we get even more clear. And between March 16th and April 7th is this golden period where we are completely clear from personal planet retrogrades and their shadow periods. And this is a very important period of time, but there's still all of this good usable energy as of the end of January through all of February and all of March. But it's just like this extra special golden period where you know, we'll have a lot of Aries energies and then we'll have just complete freedom from the shadow periods of those planets, which means just fresh, new, shiny, and forward moving. If you are interested in having a little diagram storyline like this for the whole of 2023 we do have quite a retrograde year this year because we do have a venus retrograde besides the mercury retrogrades and of course we had the tail end of mars here at the beginning so this is a very introspective and retrospective year again like 2022 was but if you want to know these big open periods in the storyline without having to wait for the month to month go to anniebastrology.com annie the letter b astrology.com and sign up for my exclusive content portal where you will access the 2023 Astrological Tide report so you can kind of get a snapshot of the whole year as I've laid it out here. So with all of these retrograde energies, the news, the information, the decisions, all of this was all like on hold. Mars going backwards, Mercury going backwards, Mercury meaning news, also your ruler. Everything was just sort of on hold. And now as the planets go direct and then... Mercury makes this conjunction with Pluto right at the beginning of the month and the year. Venus will have made this conjunction with Pluto. You know, information is starting to come in and clarity is starting to come in where the news that you've been waiting for, either internally where you come to a decision or externally where something you've been waiting to hear comes to you. It could be something like finally getting approval from someone you've been seeking it from or a letter in the mail waiting for an official approval from someone for direction or waiting for, you know, um, an immigration approval or something that you've been waiting on has a very strong chance of coming through in this month. The Mercury retrograde this cycle was really making everybody question business, work, you know, their priorities as it relates to the practical things in life. And this has also been very strongly highlighting the eighth house of your close personal relationships. So a lot of just deep questions about the intimate relationships in your life and your psychology, the things that make you tick and the things that you have been putting your energy behind. So this is linked to the retrograde in that way. You know, what, what have you been using your energy to create? How have you been using your energy? Is that serving you? All of these types of questions have been coming up over the retrograde and now that the energies are moving direct, you can move forward more decisively with more discipline, work that you have been doing internally and externally can start to show up in greater ways. And you'll start to see what you want to use your manifestation powers to create because where we think, we're using our power. Where we act, we're using our power. 
So sometimes Geminis think, 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 right? This is a very thinky, airy energy. Air energy relates to the mental planes of our being. And so if you've been thinking yourself out of accomplishing things, this might be a time where that starts to shift. And fortunately, with all this Capricorn energy, although it is a little bit of a challenged angle for Gemini, it is a little stretch for you to use this energy. Your powers of concentration, your powers of certainty, your powers of you know doing tedious things and are all going to be activated, especially in the earlier part of January. Kind of starts to switch mid-month where the planets will move into air, fellow air sign, which we'll get to that. But, you know, for the first part of January, if you've got to do taxes, I highly recommend that because you're not going to have a better time of strong discipline um, before they're due, you know, and you can really get a lot of things done. You can mop up messes made when the planets were in Sagittarius and there was a big spree of fun at that time or, you know, expenditure of energy and creation. And you can really knuckle down, get your systems together. And even if you're a person who's not into New Year's resolutions, this might be a good time for you to set some things in motion that will give you more structure in your life that can help you use your energy wiser, which can help you create more of the things that you want. So that's very exciting. All right, so as the month progresses and the planets get into Aquarius, those are going to go into your fellow um, air sign. They're going to activate your um, ninth house of teaching and learning and international travel and immigration and you know just education programs, higher learning, adventure, and that's going to give you all these kisses to your um, Gemini placement. And just really broaden your horizons. So you'll you'll feel those energies shift kind of out of this stern Capricorn taskmaster, got to get your stuff done into this, you know, open creation of social interactions and options that stretch you beyond where you were. Okay, so a couple of dates to look out for in the days around January 6th, so like building up and a couple of days after, we've got that full moon at 16 degrees of Cancer, bringing fullness, completion, fruition, drama um, to your family, home, housing, inner world, your inner psychology, your ancestry. So something notable might come to light at that time, right? And it can be on any topic that I just listed on any other topic, but there's also this strong focus on finances. So all of the cancer energies, we've got star goddesses moving there through there for you as well. And the fullness, awareness, completion, fruition might come to something with your money. So money opportunities, spending, buying something you've been wanting, um, something being activated as far as understanding your money psychology more or making some kind of headway in the financial sector. The next date to note is the days around the 21st where we've got a one degree new moon in Aquarius. So along with those planets, you know, Venus, Mercury, the sun, moving into Aquarius to make those nice trines, most favorable aspect in all of astrology for you. We're also going to have that new moon. So in the days around the 21st, there are new opportunities for seed planting on any topic in your life, but there's some extra special energy about friendships, groups, your place within the group, your tribe, anything having to do with community efforts or anything having to do with your friendships or networking all have a chance to have an important seed planted that can grow now or in the future to this beautiful 
flower. <laughs> now, because that is a fellow air sign, all of the Gemini placements can have kisses from that placement, but especially you very early friends. So we'll say Mayborn Geminis, the closer to one degree. So like May 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, days around there, you'll get the biggest kiss from this new moon. But don't worry, you all, other people will not be left out. You just, there's some extra special resonance there for you all. If you like knowing the dates of important astrological things and how they can affect you, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. AnnieHelpsYou.com is my site where you can sign up for my free email newsletter, get my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for free, and get my monthly write-ups a month ahead that tell you all the main aspects that I'm looking at and how they may affect you. The sweet and salty date ratio, all of that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Plus, you can see other free goodies I make for you, blogs and such there. Speaking of which, we do have the month of January having way more sweet aspects compared to salty ones. So this doesn't this isn't everything in our evaluation here, but it definitely is something. You know, when there are fewer speed bumps than there are sweet connections, we really feel and notice that. And January is one of those blessed months where that is true. Something else notable about both January and February is that it's integration time between the heat of eclipse seasons. When we were, you know, September through December with the heat really in October and November was like our big eclipse season. There were a lot of drama, anxiety, uncertainty, sudden changes, you know, just really stressful. Um, especially because of this challenging angle for Geminis and a lot of energy and your fears, you know, coming to light. The house of fears and hidden demons within coming to light. So January here, we're out of the heat of that eclipse season. It doesn't mean there can't be things that are transpiring along those lines because these things are, these storylines are in process from the end of 2021 through the end of 2023 with this, you know, that's the, the stretch of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. But at least in January and February, it's sort of a resting point of like, oh, okay, we're integrating from what happened. We're not yet starting to brew for the next activation of news. You know, March will start to heat things up and then April, May gets into the heat of that eclipse season. I need a little bit into June. So just kind of a resting integration point here. All right, so the last thing that I want to talk about is Jupiter. Jupiter, our friend, the big benefic, the great benevolent that woke up in November from his slumber and started racing forward in your 11th house and in the sign of Aries, which rules the first house. We're having continued notable expansion from now until the middle of May, especially for all Geminis in your friendships, your networking, your community-based projects, basically all the same things that when these personal planets, the Sun, Mercury, Venus get into the sign of Aquarius, they start lighting up those Aquarius energies. Well, Jupiter is lighting up the house that's ruled by Aquarius. So you're getting double duty there for these topics coming up. And you may notice some very big expansion so, you know, if you've been looking for new friends or wanting to spend more time with your friends that you have, things heating up in the friendship department, new contacts, new networking. If you're working on a community-based project or anything having to do with the internet or patents or technology, all of that can blaze forward in a big way. So just kind of in this big opening that we talked about here, 
Um, and when I say here, if you're listening on the podcast version, do know that my podcast is syndicated from my YouTube videos. So if you ever want the visuals that I'm referring to, you can just go to my YouTube channel. And if you're on my YouTube channel and you don't like the visuals and you want to just listen to the audio, you can just search for um, Astro Kisses Annie Botticelli. And you can find it on iTunes, on Google, on every, every major podcast um, venue for the audio only. But in any case, Jupiter is there making a fabulous angle for this whole time now that it's back in Aries, full of 60 degree, very fabulous opportunities for Gemini. So Jupiter wants to expand how you are, who you are, how you express your networks, your sense within the tribe, your, you know, creative efforts, adding to a bigger purpose, you connecting with others as a means to understand yourself better. All of those things are in very active form in January and beyond. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com, and see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I can take you from ground level or whatever level you're at to earning money as an astrologer in a very short amount of time. That is my area of expertise. So go to beastropro.com. If you want to see my other astrology course, my beginner course, or some free courses on how to unleash your money magnet and wellness, go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. At Annie, the letter B, astrology, so AnnieBastrology.com, you can see my exclusive content portal, and you can see my 2023 Astrological Tides Guide that you can make all your planning for 2023 with this guide with all the open windows free from personal planet retrogrades and so much more. If you think I am excessive with all of the free offerings I give you every month, then you should see what I put in that portal. Do-it-yourself things for learning how to read your needle chart, etc. So go to AnnieBastrology.com and see my exclusive content portal. If you want a list of free things, all my blog sites, all the other things that I do, my 28-day virtual coaching program, accessing that, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and see all the free goodies I have for you. And if you like books, put my name, Annie Botticelli, on Amazon. You'll find my three books there and also my podcast, which is syndicated, which you may be listening to right now, or you might be watching the YouTube version of it, but you'll find my Astro Kisses podcast on Amazon as well. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.